0: What's happening, your drum buddies? Welcome back to We've Got Issues. We've had a couple weeks off, but we're back to give you all that sweet, sweet comic book loving you've been missing from your life. Ooh. This is uh, this is the president's episode. Um,
1: we can run for president
0: now. We can, we can. I mean,
1: we individually
0: cannot, but we as a podcast, as a po- can. the podcast is running. Uh, uh, I mean, don't don't check to see our our birth uh, certificate. Um, don't send. Uh, What's that fucking idiot's name from Arizona? Arpaio. Yeah, don't don't send him on us looking for our birth certificate. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, thirty-five, and it's been a couple weeks off, but we've got a loaded, uh, lot of news. And I read a bunch of comics. I'm still behind on fucking all the shit, but. I read a bunch. I didn't bring all of them, but I, I brought some of the, some of the fun ones to chat about. Um, finally, saw Thor Ragnarok. It was great. It was a ton of fun. Did you See Black Panther uh, yet? Not seen uh, Black Panther yet.
1: Black Panther was great.
0: Um, yeah, I very very happy with Thor. So pretty, so so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so vibrant. The colors. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. Question for you, Teresa asked if you want a drink because she doesn't want to drink alone.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, I, I'll I'll have a, a beer. I mean, I, I have like two beers yeah. in my fridge. I was just saying, like, yeah, if yeah. She no, wants... no, I was telling her, but she was like, yeah. "Is she gonna
0: have anything? Because I don't want to drink alone." Oh,
1: yeah, no, I'll, I'll have a drink. I just like I don't have much. Yeah, beer, yeah, yeah. She wants beer, I got yeah.
0: you. Uh, you know, long-time listeners know Brisa, and uh, she is. If she wants to pick
1: something up to share, I would like to go a little bit on the lighter end of the spectrum. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like an all-day IPA or something. No, maybe not even that. I don't know. Really, I probably just want like a PBR. <laughs> <Something> gotcha. Shitty. <laughs> I was thinking about picking up a twelve, 12 or a PBR for the weekend, but I would never finish it and it would just sit in my fridge forever so I didn't (laughs) Um, we went recently for our anniversary we went went to this new place called Entente uh, which is the newest Michelin star restaurant in Chicago Um, it it was okay you know I would say that of the like the like that tier of restaurants that I've been to of those places I would rank it the lowest I I mean I would still say it was still very good um They've they have one of the like more interesting presentations I think that I've had at a restaurant. Just like I don't know, maybe it was just that particular night, but the flavors like didn't didn't bring it all the way home for me. Like a few things like had the flavor a little off or the texture was a little off or something. It was still very good. Um, I would recommend it if you're into that kind of you know gastronomy, things made into other things kind of stuff but Goal and the Goat I think is much better or like Parachute, if you want to go like really interesting I would go to Parachute here Um, or well I mean, or Alinea but who has $500 Uh, (coughs) if
0: if, hey, if one of you listeners do have just like that kind of disposal income, go to Alinea no, 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 help
1: Help, follow us help us, yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. no, 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 don't go to go to Alinea, or, or, or Take us to it, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that worked too. Um, um, but the, I would say the, the, it, it was really, it was nice because they, they were like, are you celebrating anything? And we're like, oh, it's our anniversary. We're like, oh, that's nice. And so one of the things we had was um, like short ribs or bulgogi done like Korean short ribs, kind of. It was, it was this sort of like a hot pot. Um, and they brought us a shot of sake each with that. Which we didn't order. We didn't order the sake. They just brought it with that. And then for the dessert, the bartender made this like specialty cocktail, and it was like, "This is, you know, I only give this to special people, you know, whatever." But uh, well, it finished. was <laughs> that, that cocktail was probably the best thing that I had. All okay, night. it was because the dessert was, um, like pear with uh, some other stuff, and then there was blue cheese, but the blue cheese was, like, you know how if you're, take if you like, making a grilled cheese and some mm-hmm. of the cheese comes out and it just get, turns into, like, a cheese nip, sort of? Like, it gets all crispy? Yeah. So they had done that with the blue cheese, but they'd formed it around a mold. And so it was, like, this cylinder, like, a slatted cylinder that was basically just, like, blue cheese that they fried crispy. Hmm. It was good. It was, it was very interesting. Um, yeah. And like, then the cocktail okay. was, like, pear with, like, egg white and... Some other stuff that i can't remember i don't know it was it was good um not the best michelin star meal i've had but definitely better than a lot of non-michelin star meals that i've had so I if you're in lincoln sense. park check out Entente. it's right down the street from where we're seeing how did this get made cool yeah very small place not, not a lot of tables um i'll talk about the various media i've been consuming in place with my comic books at the end, because I don't have any comic books this week, so we'll talk about some, some movies that I watched and some TV shows that I've been
0: watching. Uh, how are you doing? I'm okay. I don't work was, work's been crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy, yeah. Uh, what if I, what did I do, if I did anything exciting, I mean, we have tickets to go see how did this get made? Ooh, They added another show,
1: too. So we, Holy shit. So the, they said they had two originally, and they added... Those sold out. The first two like, sold out in the pre-sale, because I tried to get them like during the pre-sale, and it was like, oh, we've sold... It, it didn't say they were sold out. It said we've... like It showed there were open seats, but it was like, we've, we've reached the pre-sale limit, and I was like, oh, okay. So I'll just okay. have to wait until they actually go on sale. So then... Like, the next morning, when I was, like, sitting there, like, waiting for them to go on sale, I looked, and the the two Friday shows were, or the two Saturday shows were already sold out. And I was like, how did that, they weren't supposed to go on sale until, it wasn't even, it wasn't, it hadn't gotten to 10 o'clock yet. I don't know how they, did that. I don't know what happened. But they had already added the third show on Sunday, the 7 o'clock shows. Yeah. Okay, well, at least there's another one open, and that's the one I ended up getting tickets for. And then after that one sold out they added another one on sunday night so that they basically they have four sold out shows that's
0: insane yeah
1: so we're gonna be at one of those that's crazy they have to do four movies because they don't do the same movie they do a different one every time Oh, that's
0: a lot I would get confused. I would start talking about the other plots. I'm
1: sure they will. Um, Alright, let's jump in on the news here. So, we got a few things coming back. We'll probably gloss over some of these and talk more in depth. Um, let's start with Marvel. So, some new movies. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn is working on a Silver Surfer movie, which I don't know. That that doesn't really interest me but the newest I don't know if he was writing it but whatever the most recent like Silver Surfer series was was like one of the most critically acclaimed comics of whatever year it was coming out in and like last year or something Okay. so <clears throat> if he was writing it and he's writing this movie then that that might get me interested um, I'd like cause, like at the, at the end of the year like best comics list it would be like yeah. some indie stuff and then Silver Surfer and I'd be like what? Like, that doesn't make sense, but... Okay, apparently Panther's really good. So, you know, that's another one of those ones that I'm not holding my breath for if it ever comes out, but maybe it will, and it'll be great. Who knows? That might be a cool one for a Taika Waititi to do, since that'll be folded back into Marvel properly. Right.
0: So, I don't know kind of enough about Silver cosmic. Surfer. Like, is, isn't he kind of serious? All I know
1: of him is the Herald of Galactus. Like, that's all I know about him. Hmm. And then he fights Galactus. So... I don't know. We'll see. Could be good. Could be not. He's he's silver, and he rides on a surfboard throughout the cosmos. I yeah. see, maybe let's let's have like a Silver Surfer, Surfer movie. That'd be cool. Okay. <laughs> like a 60s like Surfer
0: th- movie. Just the blonde just hair. With the just a Silver Surfer. Like, uh, yeah. Well, it should be silver with blonde hair. Like just. Over he's his just, head. He's just, yeah, he's just wearing a blonde wig. Yeah, but he yeah. looks like Silver Surfer otherwise. Yeah, he's got a puka shell necklace. Wearing, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the Silver Surfer movie I want to see. Um, a more interesting movie they're working on. Brian Michael Bendis is working on a secret X Men movie uh, for Tim Miller, who directed the first Deadpool movie, called One Forty Three, that is rumored to be a kitty the Kitty Pryde solo movie. <clears throat> So that could be cool um i like brian michael bendis although his, the quality of his marvel stuff i think has been lacking as a like towards the end of his marvel tenure i think that's part of why he maybe went to dc because yeah. he was maybe maybe it was just he was tired of writing marvel characters he had been doing like spider-man and iron man and stuff for so long um but you know who knows uh but this, is, this has potential
0: to be really good. Who do you think they would get for Kitty Pryde? Like, they're not going to have... I don't think Ellen Page was coming back to it. No. So I think... Um, okay, so it's going to be... It's called 143. If I know correctly, that was like... That's like she... Like, she's new to the X-Mansion, right? So she's young. She's like in the X-Mansion by herself
1: yeah, but because like,
0: but she's like a new member, right? Yeah. She's like a newer member. So it should be somebody young. Yeah. They should find somebody. And I... I'm interested um, – okay, so the casting, I don't – I don't really know. I'm trying to think. I don't know what, like, young – what are the young up-and-coming actresses right now? I have no idea. They already—they literally already have two in the X-Men universe. And Maisie Williams and – what's the other girl's name? Playing Magic. So they've already oh. taken two young up-and-coming actresses. And,
1: and then also the girl playing Jean Grey.
0: And the girl playing Jean Grey. Yeah. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Like So they've already – Snatch three of yeah. the young up and coming. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna
1: do an older Kitty Pride. I think they've also got Jennifer Lawrence already. And she's a little bit older probably than they go for yeah. she's a young actress.
0: Um they maybe like Sh- Shailene Woodley? I don't know. No. no way. I don't know. I mean I don't know. I can't think of any other Insurg- like what is it? Insurgent, insert what's that fucking Divergent. Lever- diver- yeah. the Divergent Divergent series. Yeah. I think she's older. I shouldn't have That's been that true. I shouldn't have been that meaner. She's actually not a bad actress, I don't
1: well, she, yeah. she's in, like, she's she in some, like, those sad... HBO show, um, uh, perfect, whatever that show, it just, it's won a shit ton of awards with, it's got, like, uh, Reese spoon and the Australian woman who's married to, to that short country singer. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Oh, okay. Um, um, Big Little Lies, that's what it's called.
0: Oh, show. Brisa started watching that show. Yeah. She's, she's,
1: she's like the single mom in that show.
0: Shailene Woodley,
1: yeah, I th- I'm
0: pretty sure. Let's look it up. Was she like a young mom? She's, she's like, like she's a like... single mom. Okay. She's in she she's in the Fault in Our Stars. She's in some like really sad I think she's in thing. that. Yeah. Um,
1: Shailene, this, is like Shailene Woodley IMDb.
0: this is the Shailene Woodley hour. <laughs> where we um, find she's out she was born in she's 1991.
1: In. She's in Divergent, The Descendants, The Fault in Our Stars.
0: She's literally only like Big sixteen days older than Brisa.
1: Yeah. Maybe Brisa should play.
0: Brisa should play.
1: There's Big Little Lies. Uh Katie Pride. Divergence. Oh, this is I think this is where she got her start, The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Oh, okay. And then it looks like she's played a bunch of little bit parts.
0: Oh, that CSI New York episode. She's the what is she, Evie Pierpont. Pierpont. Yeah.
1: Cool. So she's probably a little too old. Um. So they'll will they'll probably I mean, you will probably just find some like new new person that no one knows about.
0: Yeah. Um. I'm I'm interested in if I'm what I'm curious about is the timeline on this, because like, if they wanted to, did they say when it's supposed to come out?
1: No, they're. I mean, they're. Just we don't even know that this is happening. This is a rumor. Yeah, Like, this hasn't been announced at all.
0: So, I think it'd be, I mean, I, th- I think they have, they have to be doing this, o- I feel like they should do this alongside another movie. So, like, a movie should, like, this, her thing should start with, like, the X-Men leaving for, like, going into whatever movie they're about to do.
1: Mm, okay, I see what you're saying.
0: And then at the end, like, they come back like, oh, you know.
1: Maybe they're going to, like, introduce Kitty Pride in the next, like, they're going to meet her in the Dark Phoenix. Right. And then... And then, yeah, their the next, next
0: adventure. Two yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Um, do you think they'll do it, like, do you, think do you think they'll do a Christmas movie? I mean, they're doing this, like... Right? Well, they're doing they, The Mutants, like, so they're doing this, like, straight-up horror movie. Because that's so, what, like, it, it was. Sense. it was, like, during Christmas time. Right. So, like... They'd, be, they'd make it a holiday movie and maybe she'd maybe. fight an, a- an alien. Yeah, I mean, he's basically Alien. Yeah, just with X Men. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, that makes sense.
0: Um, I'm gonna look up top young actresses, <laughs> which feels weird. Show me the top that, young actresses. It feels really weird putting that into my phone. Someone's gonna kick the door down soon. Maybe like Chloe Grace
1: Moretz. Is she? How old is she at this point? She played uh, Hit Girl.
0: she's only 21
1: so she could do it she could do it yeah
0: can she is she a good actress though did you see Kick-Ass no no
1: uh I can't I'm trying to think she's been in some other stuff
0: wasn't she in the like remake of that um <clears throat> oh Let the Right One in. yeah yeah that was good she was good in that okay. yeah Haley Steinfeld I know that name but I don't know what she does
1: I think she's a singer
0: Oh. <laughs> Hey, she got an academy award for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, for what? Um I don't know, but she's she's only twenty one too. Um, um Canon Awards. Oh, she was she nominated. Was nominated year was it 2010 2010 let's see if there's a newer one that she got
1: she got golden the golden World globe, globe oh that, okay there it is right there. Oh, she the won edge best 17. young actress
0: oh okay i remember that movie i kind of want to see that edge of 17. oh is that That's the one that? With woody harrelson yeah it's like yeah. A, it was a comedy right yeah oh yeah okay so i heard really good things about that so there maybe this she could be doing it yeah okay Chloe Steinfeld Haley uh, Steinfeld Haley Steinfeld she's in True Grit Um, Ender's Game Pitch Perfect 2 that's probably
1: what she was (coughs) best supporting actress for was True Grit
0: yeah that was the nomination I read it I just completely didn't read it very well and it said nomination oh okay cool
1: well so she's an option too um. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Luke Cage season 2 is coming in June we got a little bit of a teaser trailer for that but we don't really see anything in it mm-hmm. he's just like I'm Luke Cage and I'm going to fight some people I haven't, um, I
0: haven't finished the first season of Luke Cage
1: I thought like all think these he'd... Marvel shows have the same problem for me that like the second half of the season like kind of drops, drops off and I like I'll watch like the first half and then I'll lose steam and then I'll like walk away and come back to it like six months later or something like Jessica Jones came out season two came out this week and I've, I don't know when I'm going to get around to that
0: I've <laughs> I've seen one review Ooh. the review was just like season two was terrible mm. but the, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't even like Go on the guy's page, like listen to more detail. That's all I saw, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. No, that's too bad. Well, I'll have to get some other folks' <laughs> opinions. Second
1: opinion. Second opinion. We should write a second opinion song. We should. Uh, I want to, We
0: should do that. We could do a county bang bang, uh, a plugs bag jingle for that show. <laughs> yeah. Get all over them wolf stuff. Um.
1: John Favreau is going to helm a Star Wars live-action series for the Disney streaming platform.
0: There's a fucking Star Wars is doing. They got a lot they're working on. Over
1: saturating that market.
0: Yep. We got between TV shows. The the Game of Thrones bros are they doing? They're the doing a show too. Shows. They're doing shows, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, lots of Star Wars coming at it. Uh, that, yeah, that,
0: that Disney family man, John Favreau.
1: Yeah. Um, new Mutants is doing reshoots to add a new oh. character, significantly delaying the release.
0: That's, that scares me. Who? Okay. So,
1: what character do you think they're adding, and why are they? I don't adding know. Are they? Character?
0: I mean, did they leave one out from the original story?
1: I feel like they're not adding like a, a mutant character. I feel like they might just be adding something with like backstory for somebody. Because, I mean, I it. They ch- would have to like in order to add a, another mutant they would have to just reshoot the whole movie probably. I
0: mean they're fucking releasing it a year later. That is true. They have a year.
1: So this is another one of those things that and I mean the first trailer looked
0: awesome. Good.
1: Yeah. I mean you know we don't know we haven't seen the whole thing it's, it's
0: but a, and like the first rumors we heard were that they're reshooting to make it scarier. Yeah. Well now that seems like that's not true.
1: Right. Like it's, a reshooting to add a, add
0: somebody. So I want like. Was somebody, with the test screens not doing well? Was somebody like nervous about doing this movie? Like so I want to, like I. Now I'm now I've. My gut is that it's gonna come out and it's gonna be bad. Mm. Like that they're gonna dumb it down and they're gonna like, neuter it. Sure. Because somebody in in the offices was like, Oh, we can't do this. Like, we should just fucking... Let's just just put Oscar Isaac back in that blue suit. We'll have him fight the new mutants. Play it safe. Wait, what? I was making a joke about people... That apocalypse... Oh it was right. It's like I a forgot. very like safe movie, like yes. nothing like I, I still like I, mean, I still enjoyed it, but like nothing yeah. you know, it was just it was very like safe. Right, right. And like maybe they're getting wet feet on or cold feet on um the whole genre, like a horror movie. A horror movie. Yeah um
1: a genre. Yeah. Well, I think Star Wars needs to do the same thing, like make some other oh, was your phone? Oh. sorry no it's alright make like keep making movies in your universe but okay you, you know how many X-Men movies have we seen like let's do something new how many Star Wars movies have we seen let's do something new with Star, with like a new genre within Star Wars you know Star Wars isn't a genre Star Wars is a franchise X-Men is a franchise uh, so I guess that's a wait and see <laughs> yep we'll see. is it February next year wasn't it supposed to come it was supposed to come out like soon next month. right yeah. So
0: it's supposed to come out in April. And that's a big... I mean, <clears throat> what could they be adding? Like, what... I
1: don't know. Like, okay, at this point... Maybe, like, a team... Like, an adult to be, like, their leader? Or something? Like, maybe they, they could be, like, putting in James McAvoy, you know? Like, adding yeah. Professor X, maybe? Because they like... Previously, there was nothing about him being in the movie. Because they... Right. I mean, they also... Yeah. If it was, like, we're adding this new... Like, a new, new character, I feel like they would have just said, like, we're reshooting and we've cast so-and-so to play this, you know, mutant that wasn't in the movie, whereas if they're just, like, bringing in someone from the existing X-Men franchise, you would just not say anything about it, because when you actually see the movie, you wouldn't probably wouldn't notice, like, if there was a new person or not. You'd, like, you'd just be like, oh, Professor X is here. That makes sense.
0: That that I would accept that that would that'd be that'd be that'd be fine like tying it into other shit yeah um it just it seems hard to imagine a major a major new character right like and that's even scarier if they're adding like a major component yeah but if it is like something like oh maybe at the very end he goes to that whatever that asylum they're stuck at and like have X, you know yeah. Like Xavier yeah here to save you or something i don't know something yeah. like that
1: yeah we'll see all right so we'll find out and finally marvel is relaunching and changing their numbering again just eight months after the what was the last one called marvel legacy mm-hmm. like God, I'm
0: just why so confusing like because they went just back to the old numbering there, wasn't it because, like, we want old numbering because that's what people want. Yeah. And now they're like, man, it's confusing new fans. What? what? Like, you you fucking went backwards. to You went to this to appeal to the fans. Right. And now you're like, oh, well, now let's do doing... it. You can't... you If your two options are old numbering or new numbering, you're going to piss somebody off. Yeah. So either... Be happy with your repeat buyers. Mm-hmm. Look for new, 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 new fans, or hire fucking more intelligent people to come up with a better plan to make everybody happy.
1: Yeah. Well, and some of what they're gonna do is some of each. They're gonna have the like the numbering, the new numbering, but then underneath it be like legacy numbering. You know, whatever. <laughs> so it's like. I mean, I get the if you're gonna, I get having like relaunching for number one because I have like not bought into a a, a new series because it was like number fifty seven. It was like, oh, I don't, I'm not gonna get into that at that number. Like, I want, I'm gonna start at number one if I'm gonna start somewhere. So I get, I get that like, like the mentality of that wanting to have lower numbers, Mm -hmm. but. Which are constantly... I mean, Marvel is constantly relaunching. So, I don't know. They need to get their shit together. Uh,
0: moving on to DC. <clears throat> I, get, uh, I was... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was thinking about this when I was looking at the, these news ahead of time. And I'm like... The way Marvel treats their comics makes me feel the way I feel about DC movies. <laughs> sure. Like...
1: I think yeah, DC is doing much better in the comic side and Marvel is doing much better on the movie side. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like in the like there's the I mean I the Marvel comics I love them. It's like the execution of like the business portion of I, it. I
1: I think their problem is that the movies do so well that then they try and get people to go from movies to comics, but then it's daunting to have your numbers be really high so then they're like relaunching to like bring in like oh, see it's number 1, you can start here and like be being on the story. If you like that Black Panther movie, read this new Black Panther comic. And I think they're just... I think what they need to do is have a, a better communication between the movie and the comic side. Like, and be more strategic about it instead of, like, just relaunching every... so often to bring the numbers back to one, you know? Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Or just, like, let them exist totally separate from each other and be fine with that. Yeah. Like... It's- Because that's another thing people complain about with Marvel is the movies come out and then the characters in the comics start to resemble the movie or like the actors or whatever. And, you know, it's not usually too much of a difference, but then the stories also kind of like impact that to a certain extent. So, I don't know. They just need to do a better job of whatever it is they're trying to do. (laughs) Uh, Alright, speaking of uh, DC movies, Kristen Wiig is going to play Cheetah in Wonder Woman 2. I'm excited about that. What I mean, Wonder Woman is the only DC movie so far that's been really good. Yep. Uh, and...
0: The way you wrote the note looks like it says Kristen Wiig's playing Cheetah in World War 2. That is true. <laughs> um, I, I'm very intrigued with... I'm I'm very intrigued with Kristen Wiig's yeah. casting of it. Um, like, what are they? I'm interested in what they're gonna do. How serious of a character are they gonna be? Like, Cause I'm I, yeah. I'm trying to I'm thinking of like what kind of you know, I'm trying to think of other like comedic people that come in and do kind of more serious. I mean, I would think it's gonna they want it to be more serious. Yeah, um. So who like who just did Rita Repulsa?
1: Uh, Elizabeth Banks.
0: So she's not like she's not a Kristen Wiig type comedic actress. No, right?
1: but she's generally not that serious. Yeah,
0: and I thought she, I, I thought she was in a different movie than the rest of the cast. <laughs> but she wasn't like a jokester, mm-hmm. right? So I wonder. I oh sorry. I wonder if she. I wonder if they're gonna like. If she's gonna be over the top, sure. I, th- I mean, she, the idea of
1: cheetah is kind of over the top. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, she did play a more. Did you see The Martian? Oh yeah, because she, she played. She was a little more, more of a serious role in that, right. and then. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like she was in something else recently that was like not as comedic, but I can't think of what it was. I mean, I think I don't, I don't, I've never seen her be like bad in anything. Because I think she's a no, good, no, I like, I like, actress, I like her. So, yeah, like, it's, I think It's just
0: more about tone. Yeah, it's more about like what she fits into the tone of the movie. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I excited mean, for that. I'm glad that it was rumored <laughs> for a little while, and I, I, I found it. Because I saw um, Patty Jenkins tweet about it. Oh, okay. That's how I found out it was going to be a thing. Yeah. So. I think that'll good. be, I think it'll,
1: it'll make it better because the, like, Ares is the villain and the first one was very, like, that was the downfall, of, like, the downside of that movie was the villain was super mm-hmm. and boring and not present for most of the movie, but I think she has the opportunity to be, like, <laughs> a, how you really feel a much more, like, <laughs> dynamic presence. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, speaking of other DC movies, Joss Whedon has dropped out of Batgirl. She was in Mother.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if she's like a major player. She was in it. Huh.
1: Interesting. Okay, <clears throat> um, Joss Whedon has dropped out of Batgirl. Which, do you know why? I didn't put the article I didn't test the article I just I think I just read the headline and skimmed it and I was like alright um but I'm okay with that like I feel like he's been kinda like saying some shit lately and like (laughs) Age of Ultron wasn't great I don't know if that was his fault or Disney's fault um and he worked on Justice League and that didn't turn out amazing I think like the last really good thing he did was Avengers or Cabin in the Woods if that came out after Avengers. But like since then, I don't know. <laughs> I think he did come after. Done. I think he made it before Avengers but it came out yeah. after Avengers. Cuz I
0: think then they got that Chris Hemsworth money. Right. So like
1: he hasn't done anything like really good then since 2012 basically. All right, that's when, I, I think that's when Avengers came out.
0: They cited story issues for the reason of his departure. Mhm.
1: Well, I don't know why. Like, Disney's doing the same thing. Like, they need to. uh, Like DC's won some good favor by having like Patty Jenkins helm Wonder Woman, and it turned out really well. So like, we're gonna give our next major female-led franchise to Joss Whedon. Like, why not find another you know like strong, especially female female director? Yeah, yeah. So maybe they will know maybe this is an opportunity for them to do that we'll see what they we'll see what happens um in the animated movie side Batman Ninja looks dope Batman Ninja if you're not aware is a a Batman anime set in like it looks like Batman's gonna get like drawn back in time to feudal Japan and then have to fight like a Joker samurai and some other stuff
0: there's like a Bane sumo yeah character and
1: it looks cool like a cool, like like the Elseworlds like Batman
0: books. Like
1: was not in continuity, not connected to anything. Just something ridiculous, it's fun
0: and fun. And it's it's the It's not your typical DC animation. It looks like right. it looks like, it looks um, like an anime. An anime, which yeah. is fun. I'm not a big fan of the
1: particular anime style they've chosen. Like it looks a little too CG for me. Which yes. I've been. I started watching that new anime Godzilla movie last night. And it's a similar style, and I just, like, I'm not super into that. Like, Netflix had that Godzilla. Oh, right, I was was trying
0: to picture the Godzilla one, yeah.
1: Yep. Um, Which I I made it through maybe, like, 20 minutes. I fell asleep, uh, but also, like, it's very over the top and melodramatic. (laughs) Like, I don't know. That, I don't know if I'm going to go back and finish it, but. um, So, it looks like that style, but. Much more interesting from a story perspective. Um, so let's keep going on Batman. We have the Batman board game. This actually looks a lot of fun. a lot of fun. Uh, yeah,
0: I like the. I I wish it wasn't like was like 140 bucks to get that cool the cool package or something. Yeah, I
1: think it, it's if you spend 320, you get everything. You get everything. But it was 140. You get you this. And but that's not the, because they're still accepting pledges. This is still on their page or on their yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, so the actual yeah. game when it comes out maybe won't be that. No, no,
0: no. I'm just saying like get the cool the cool features of this of this play. Yeah,
1: the game's called Batman Gotham City Chronicles, Heroes and Villains. There's a heroes box and a villains box. Um, doesn't I don't really know how the game is played but go to the
0: Kickstarter campaign oh, yeah. but it was like oh okay so it's like a giant map. board and like I think there's actual like some like I thought, thought I saw some figurines
1: yeah it looks like there's little yeah, yeah I think they're, that that they and there was
0: like something about like you can play the villains and like try to run all the crime in um in Gotham yeah here's the heroes
1: it looks kind of like Risk with Batman characters like you have so you pick you, you can have like a hero you have a villain villains and then there's like GCPD people and drones and SWAT team and civilians and then on the villain side there are like goons and uh, like poison ivy plants and Harley Quinn gang and stuff like that. So looks, looks cool. I'm excited. Hopefully it will not be 140 bucks when it comes out. Well that's one to add to your to your board game list that board game fans. It's
0: interesting that they're going through a Kickstarter uh yeah so they've get yeah they've made well they've gotten 2.8 million dollars pledged out of they wanted five hundred thousand well so they're pretty good
1: yeah <clears throat> yeah
0: so if I had more money, I'd probably do <laughs> one of these things
1: yeah for sure. Or there are other stretch goals, just like more characters.
0: Yeah. Bluebird, Raza, ghoul. Batman was... Batwoman's unlocked. Mr. Bloom's unlocked. What else is locked? Holy shit.
1: They break
0: all the goals, basically. Yeah. Wait, so how do the stretch goals work? Because... So the stretch goals, when you... when they, like they have over that
1: no that's two point nine million.
0: Oh, that's okay got it yeah no no i get it okay yeah, yeah. okay gotcha i read that as like that, i don't know why they put it like that yeah i read it as like twenty nine hundred dollars i'm like they broke that <laughs> but twenty nine hundred thousand yeah fucking, okay cool yeah so they're, but they're pretty almost there yeah
1: I did that. It's like, all right, let's throw Bluebird in there. <laughs> like, yeah. It, well, it's like, well, we're running out of stretch goals. It's, it's saying, like, Yeah,
0: it's like, they, got, they couldn't have, like, done, like, oh, we're going to add this. I think uh, they should, board. like,
1: stretch goals that at a certain point, if we hit this goal, the price of the final game will start coming down. Because we, <laughs> we, we, made we won't a need shit to make that much up in production. Yeah. But, whatever. Um. Moving on to some comics stuff on the DC side, uh, DC announced their new. Well, they've announced two new imprints. So there's DC Black, which is going to be more mature stories set in the DC, with the within DC properties, not within DC continuity though. So sort of like the Earth One series of graphic novels that they've been doing, but like they've announced. Um, so there's some interesting sounding stuff. The one of the the Scott Snyder. Like, Batman All-Star Projects is going to be part of this. Um, Frank Miller is going to do Superman Year One, which will be kind of in the vein of his Batman Year One that he did a long time ago. Um, There's going to be a Wonder Woman... Actually, I think there's two Wonder Woman stories set up. There's going to be... There's definitely a Wonder Woman story planned. Um, And then this new one called The Other History of the DC Universe which is about they they announced that one previously not as part of this initiative but now then they announced this and added it in and that one is the one about um, like superheroes I think going through or, or no the one about like the Um, about superheroes from traditionally disenfranchised groups so like people of color yeah. or um, other sexual orientations things like that uh, including John Stewart Extranio Vixen Supergirl Katana and Renee Montoya among others so they're gonna look at that and then the two Wonder Woman ones are Wonder Woman Historia the Amazons which is sort of a Wonder Woman like introductory Thing, and then Wonder Woman, Diana's daughter, which is like the future, and there's
0: no more superheroes. Oh god damn it! What? So he's gonna fucking probably leave Black Magic again, Greg Rucker God <laughs> damn it! I was ready to talk about how this is so exciting, but now well, fuck this thing. Well,
1: no, but all of these have been said. Like it's three issues. Like most of these are three issues. So, well, maybe maybe he won't. God damn. <laughs> we'll see. Um. So that's the first one. And then there's also... Neil Gaiman has a new Sandman Universe imprint, uh, which is going to... We're not getting a new Sandman book, but we are getting four new books set within the Sandman Universe. Um, they are... Books of Magic, um, which is... sort of like a Harry Potter-esque uh, sort of story. It's based on a a, a pre-existing character. I don't remember the whole story of it. Um, So there's that one. There's the Dreaming, which is going to be about the characters that live in the Dreaming, um, but not Sandman himself. Lucifer, which is the continuation of the ongoing Lucifer book.
0: The The Dreaming one's going to be really cool. That's the one I'm going to read for sure. I just like to see it drawn. I think it will be really awesome. Yeah. To see that world just for a whole series. Like a... An imprint of it that, that's yeah. gonna be so cool
1: yeah uh, that's the one i'm most excited for the lucifer one there's been lucifer books going on since the had yeah, that character so that's just a continuation yeah. and then the last one is the house of whispers which i don't really know anything about um something about voodoo and, and magic so that one also sounds kind of cool um i might check that one out but None of the, I don't know if Neil Gaiman is actually writing any of them either. That's another thing. He, they I think they're all. He's like over overseeing yeah. the whole thing, but he's not really writing any of it. So maybe, but maybe that means he will write a new Sandman book soon. I don't know. We'll see. There he is. There's the whole. Got all the people.
0: So that. No. This, this is just making me think about Dark Metal. Mm. His involvement is, fun, is like so useless. Yeah, the whole thing... I his whole I involvement was
1: just so that he can bring them out of the Dark Multiverse,
0: I think. Yeah, it's like... It, they, it seems such a waste to have okay. him put in there. Unless he comes back in the last issue. <laughs> I think...
1: So... This this Sandman, if you'll if you'll notice, he does not look like the Sandman and the no. Sandmans that we've read. That is because this is not the same character. Like it's sort of a like a Dick Grayson Batman kind of thing. Like when Bruce like dies or whatever, he gives the, the Dick takes over.
0: His dick takes over. <laughs> his dick
1: his dick takes over and becomes Batman. Um, so this is Daniel Hall, who, if you'll note. Has the same last yeah. name as Carter Hall and Shira Hall, who are the Hawk people, right? Mm-hmm. So there. You remember in? Um, did we read the volume of Sandman where there's that couple that's like living inside the dreaming, and she has a baby inside the dreaming? Uh. Mm-hmm. It's in the. It's in like volume two or three. Is it? Um. There's so there's like. there's he's like trying there's like a vortex there's the vortex right and he's trying to figure out what's going on and then there's like those two um like monsters that had escaped from his dreaming yeah that that had that couple and the one guy was like a superhero kind of or thought he was a superhero from like the '50s and then, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: and then his wife has a kid. Is is pregnant? So the superhero guy. So the superhero guy, the green green something, right? Because he's protecting the young girl. And then right. there's that evil guy with like the teeth in his eyes. No, 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 no. Okay, so that's happening out in the real world. Yeah, that's there's the
1: green. Is it, is I'm, in, I'm saying, is it in that? I that think it's ish, in that that, in that, one. that one. Yeah, okay. yeah. So so there's like a. a there's a superhero and a, his wife that are living inside of the dreaming. So you're saying
0: that's the that's Hawk Girl and Hawk. No.
1: Okay. But it's, it's kind of weird but they have a son inside of the dreaming but they don't get to keep him because he was born in the dreaming so he belongs to dream. So s- then right. some other stuff happens in right. later versions volumes of Sandman and then that kid becomes Sandman later. So that's him. But he is somehow related to Carter Hall, who is Hawkman. I don't remember exactly how. So I feel like that's going to come into play somehow with the whole Dark Knight's Metal thing. He'll like, that's why he's involved. Him. So, yeah. But, I don't know. We'll
0: have we'll to see. It was just this... It was really... The, okay. With this coming out, Yeah. the only thing I can say, the only reason why they did this, is to bring him back to our minds because they're going to launch this yeah like seriously sense. it seems like now it's just like it was a marketing point like oh we got oh we're gonna do this these salmon imprints uh fucking throw in dark dark throwing throw the them new fucking uh the new event yeah because like it's just like uh, who wrote this shit
1: right so i don't know well maybe that'll have a good payoff but maybe it won't. uh all right that's uh that's all on the dc stuff uh let's continue with neil guyman they just cast Nick Offerman in Good Omens, which is based on the Neil Gaiman book, Good mm. Omens. So that's cool. My level of excitement for that is only going up. That now The cast for that now is Nick Offerman, Michael Sheen, John Hamm, David Tennant, uh, and some other people. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if they cast the, the witch yet, but Nick Offerman's going to play the father of the person that they think is the Antichrist, but Good. it's not that. <laughs> Which that's not a spoiler. that's like a major yeah like thing that's going on in the story. So uh, he, he'll pl- he plays like an American um, the American ambassador to uh, the United Kingdom. <coughs> so that's exciting. Um, his show with Amy he, have you seen he and Amy Poehler have a new show coming out? It is a crafting competition series that they were that they are hosting. <laughs>
0: That's incredible!
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that. They're the, they're the host of it. It's a reality. It's like yeah. a reality craft competition. That's so <laughs> cool. What's it gonna be on? NBC. Nice. So that's that'll be fun. Um, so, yeah, hype level for that is going up. Um, the rest. Of, so here's a fun one. Uh, Fred Durst is directing a new movie starring John Travolta. I could not believe that he
0: directed movies before. Yeah,
1: that was the other like okay, crazy what? Thing. <laughs> like one of them was like something I'd heard of too.
0: And one of one of them had um what's the fucking what's his name? Uh Lex Luthor in it.
1: Uh Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. I was like,
0: What the hell is going on here? The
1: education of Charlie Banks? Yeah. That looks like a serious kind of movie. Is John Travolta in that movie, too. Are they buddies? I don't know. He directed... Oh, no, he's in the Mesa department. Okay. Who else is in that movie? Who? Jason Ritter, Chris Marquette, Sebastian Stan. Who wrote this movie? Uh, Where's the crew? I
0: saw... I saw up top the director...
1: Oh, uh, Peter Elkoff. Who doesn't look like he's written them. No. Looks like he's mostly written TV shows. Let's see what else he's done. <clears throat> he's also directed... a movie called The Long Shots and a movie called Moose. Oh, Moose is the one that's coming out, right?
0: Yeah, is, isn't it, it's, it's like about, it's going to be about like a story of someone's, like his story, right? It's like someone um, stalking him. John
1: Travolta is a stalker.
0: Right, right. But isn't it, I think it's about Fred Durst getting stalked by somebody. Oh,
1: yeah. That's insane. I don't,
0: do you think we're going to see like, do you think the main character in the movies is that's just going to be wearing a, like Janko jeans all the time? It's constantly wearing I mean, Janko oh. jeans. And Wearing backwards hats, <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, um, then we're gonna have <coughs> Wreck-It Ralph two is coming out. The trailer looks good. You haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph one. Yeah, no. I would recommend you see it though. It's good.
0: I've heard it's good. I don't have yeah. anything that's animated. or animated. Animated movies. I just haven't gotten around, around to it. it.
1: It's good. It's worth it. It's worth a watch.
0: The new one is like. Because, like, the first one is,
1: they're in the arcade, so there's, like, you know, um, homages to old arcade games. The new one, they're, like, going into the internet. So, like, all of that, you know, a lot of internet stuff. Um, They're making a
0: Kung Fury movie. I can't believe With
1: Michael Fassbender. I haven't watched just Kung Fury yet. No. It's on my list.
0: I can't believe they're making an actual movie (laughs) about it.
1: I mean, why not?
0: Because it's like it's joke. But I mean, <laughs> I'm excited. I love it. Like <laughs> I like that is awesome. I just I just can't believe it.
1: Yeah. Um, it's the Swedish. Schwer- I on just thought season.
0: Schwarzenegger's going to be in it too. What? Schwarzenegger, Hasselhoff, and Fassbender.
1: That's amazing. Oh, David Hasselhoff is also on board. David Hasselhoff. Is in, oh, okay, he's in the original one.
0: Who do you think's playing Kung Fu? Schwarzenegger. Well, would they that, have him?
1: The well, David Hasselhoff is. Oh, is he... he's is. I think he's playing the same. What what does he play in the original one?
0: I haven't seen it. Oh. Well,
1: let's look it
0: up. The trailer is amazing.
1: Maybe we should watch Kung Fury tonight.
0: I'm down. I think Bruce would be down too. She said traffic sucks right now.
1: That's alright. I haven't been with the, wing, the wings in yet.
0: Yeah, she was like, "Oh, sorry, listeners." <laughs> she was like, uh, "If you guys want to eat, go ahead and eat. Help me." I was like, I'm "Still, we're still recording." Yes, I'm. I'm answering text messages during the podcast. He played
1: Hoff nine thousand. So he played a robot version of himself. Awesome. So I can only hope that that's what he's playing again. Uh, Jorma Tacone played Adolf Hitler. Oh! <laughs> uh, this is one of the guys from A Lonely Island. So one of the guys from the Lonely Island plays Hitler. Kong Fuhrer, which means maybe he'll play him again. Wow. Okay. So that's cool. looking forward to that um did you ever finish cloverfield paradox yes that ridiculous last scene of just like
0: but they can't come back
1: ah! yeah <laughs> the monster just like popping up over the cloud that like sorry spoilers for cloverfield paradox
0: <sighs> so they okay First of all, they did make it back, right? Because right. like thing dropped far significantly away from the monster coming up. Yeah. So I just wonder, is that because it looked slightly different than the Cloverfield monster? Right?
1: It wasn't the Cloverfield monster. So oh, like the, the whole planet <clears throat> is overrun by those monsters.
0: Okay, That's not what, one monster. But, uh, so uh, is it the same world? No. Than the Cloverfield first, I think it's a different universe. Is it different... Yeah, I think the so. Like whole that's thing happening is parallel universes, right? Because that so like that monster is happening in our world, for yeah. the first Cloverfield, and then whatever the fuck's going on in the second Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. I guess it could be that movie still. No, because there are that's a whole other world. Because yeah, because yeah, in, in the
1: in the Cloverfield paradox worlds, neither of those two worlds have experienced monsters before.
0: Yeah, but until now, until because now. they ripped the time right. Um,
1: but maybe like, all of these monsters, like, live in between dimensions, and then when someone, like, rips a hole open, they just, like, get out.
0: That's what it's gotta be. Yeah. Now, do you think Abrams thought this was a part of Abrams' plan from the whole time? No. Or if, like, he just made a monster movie, and now he's like, we're gonna fuck around with space-time and, no, like, different dimensions? this
1: movie was originally a separate movie, and then he, like, thought it was cool, and he bought it and put it into the Cloverfield universe. And the same thing... There's another one that's supposed to come out later this year that's currently codenamed Overlord. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm wondering if he had, like, he had, like, an idea, and then he oh. saw this movie, like, oh, this is this is awesome and kind of falls in line with this crazy idea I had about the Cloverfield universe.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: I think you're right. I think yeah. I think it was just a monster <sighs> movie. I think that... I and then it's I turned think into... He just
1: used it. I think a, he probably wanted it to just be, like, a sort of anthology idea, like... We'll, they're going to be linked by this idea of like Cloverfield, some weird secret government thing, but they're all just like sci-fi monster movies. But then he saw this and was like, "Oh, here's an opportunity for me to like say that they're all loosely connected in some sort of multiverse," which is, I think, a bad idea. It's it's an okay movie. It's not anything special, and I think that that's a little kind of over the top. But we'll see how this over- Overlord's set in like World War II. So um, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. That's what weird that, that we're
0: going back to World War II if we just establish that this thing happened.
1: Well, maybe they're going like, to discover... Maybe this will be like the thing that sets off the research into it that eventually like rips the hole in the universe, you know? Or creates a monster or something. Um, all right, finally. Apparently, Dread was actually directed by Alex Gardner, not the person who's listed as director. I don't understand... So, I guess this is a rumor that's been going around for a while that I think, like, a different guy was originally directing it, and they, like, booted him and brought in Alex Garland to but finish it. gave the guy credit. But gave the other guy credit. Yeah. Like, there's something weird that must have happened. Um, like, a, one of them got replaced by the other. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's, in the art, you know, the article talking about, like, during some production thing, <clears> the one guy stormed off, or, like, he was kicked out. He was kicked with...
1: out of uh, the... The second, the guy that wasn't Alex Garland was kicked out of the editing room. Um,
0: just it, it has to be something with their contract, right? That like, yeah. All right, are just like shut up. We'll give you credit still. Just like go away, kind of thing. Because other than that, like, why would they not just give? And why would Alex Gardner or Garland like he had to, he had to be paid money to like just shut up about it too? Because like I'd want yeah. my new, I'd want my name on this fucking movie. This yeah, is a good, a good movie. movie. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it's, I think that's another one of those things that we'll never know the whole story. Uh, but Alex Garland has gone on to direct Ex Machina, which is still on my list. I haven't seen it yet, but it's supposed to be really good. He's Annihilation doing and doing that doing just Annihilation, came out, yeah. which I did see. Wait, uh, oh, yeah,
0: Anni- Annihilation came out?
1: Yeah, it came out very quietly a couple of weeks ago. Um... Did I know you saw it? No, I don't think we've talked about it. So, was it? Eh? I, I liked the movie a lot, uh, as an adaptation of the book, it's like a 1 out of 10. But as just like a cool sci-fi movie, it's like an 8 out of 10. Okay. They go – I mean – and I understand why. They made a lot of changes, and I understand why. Because the book is very like – none of the characters have names in the book. It's just like the, the the like they're just described as their role. So it's like hard to have a movie where none of the characters have names. And then most of the book takes place like inside the head of Natalie Portman's character. So, again, like that doesn't really work. Um, so I understand why they made a lot of the character changes that they did, and then they con- they kind of condensed and combined a couple of the characters. No one cares. No, oh, no, like yeah. the like the things that happen. Like the mm, like okay. there's this tower that plays a very important part in the book, and then there's a lighthouse. And they're two separate things, but in the movie they kind of combine them into one thing because there's just not enough – There's wouldn't have been enough time to okay. do both of them. And then they do – so, like, the book is the first of – in a series of books, there's three of them. Um, the Garland said that he only read the first book when he made this yeah, movie. Yeah, so, like, it has a very – different ending than the book series do, or than the, bo- than the book does and then than the book series does um, so I would say if you are going to go see the movie like go see the movie first don't read the book first I think like, this is one of those rare cases where I would say that you should do that and then read the book afterward um, because I think if you read the book first and then go see like Zanny was very disappointed um, so if you see the if you read the book first and then see the movie I think it'll maybe ruin it a little for you sure but I do think it's a very good sci-fi movie and so you might be better served just seeing the movie and then reading the book later um, but I would say definitely go see it it's you know it's one of, it's like a cool I mean it, it's, a, it's based on a book so you know that's the whole problem if everything's based on a book or a sequel now but I think it's a really cool original idea um, and you know could go support it it'll be on Netflix like Netflix bought the rights to it like it didn't release oh, theatrically okay. internationally when it, it came out like, i think february 21st here and then everywhere else in the world it was just out on netflix so it'll be on netflix in the next couple of months probably hmm. they just didn't want to like pay to distribute it internationally which is a little bit of a bummer because there's a lot of really cool like visual stuff that i think worked works much better on a big screen um but you know so go see that movie if it's still in the theater near you, pay that, you know, pay five bucks to see it. Uh, all right, that's our news for the week. Let's hit at the
0: comics. All right, I've got a whole whole bunch of stuff to to cover. Some that are older that I just wanted to talk about because there were some cool plot things and whatnot. Yeah. So some of these are, re- are recent, some of these are not. Rogue and Gambit number two. So I, um, I, I'm going to give this a, a one and three quarters. Um, I think it's worth. I think I would recommend checking it out to people that are X Men animated series fans. Okay. Um, because it's it's Rogue and Gambit. It's like it's. It's like the love story that I grew up on. Yeah. Right? Like I probably one of the first love stories of a human that I can like point at and be like, Yeah, I knew I remember that. Like yeah. that and I I related to Gambit and Rogue not related, but like I I was interested in the Rogue Gambit story like infinitely more than fucking Cyclops and Jean Grey's love. Like this one was like always more entertaining. Um, Rogue's an infinitely better character than Cyclops just like he's just more dynamic there's just more yeah. inter- interestingness to him um, and this if you um, this re- this is it's not a rip off but it, it's set up similar to an episode of an animated anime series um, I think it's called Slave Island or something it's <clears throat> where but that one is where Jubilee uh, Storm and Rogue go to this retreat that's supposed to be for like a getaway for mutants mm-hmm. and then it Turns out that they're using them to like become slaves. Slave. Yeah.
1: It's an island of mutant slaves.
0: Yeah. This one is they need this. Kitty Pride needs to send two X Men to this like lover's retreat. Mm. I think, I can't remember if it's mutants, lover's retreat, retreat. So they send Rogue and Gambit. And it's okay. like very similar. Like everything looks so great and perfect. Yeah. And then shit's going down. But um yeah, good, good episode. Cool. Regression number seven. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Um, I think I'm going to give it one and a quarter. Okay. I think this might have been the weakest the weakest issue. Okay. And it's, they're actually going into like, the background. explaining stuff. Oh. That's, that's not good. Um, I just, I don't know. It's always hard to, Pull off the payoff when you have such a good buildup. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Yeah, like they could have been a lot worse, but it. And I think there's more explanation to come, but it seemed I I want I needed a little more, but it's still pretty sweet. We add a new character. Well, I don't know he was in six at the end of six, I think, but we added like he's more involved. It's okay, pretty cool. Detective, Batman Detective Comics uh, nine seventy four. Uh, I'm gonna give this a two, just because of. I mean, it was good. It was good. Every like everything has been good with this series, but, um. I I was kind of talking about like getting away from it, and I don't know if I can yet, because, Batwoman, doing some shit. She legitimately murders Clayface, <laughs> <laughs> which is causing, which did not sit well with, the team. Yeah. And she's kind of like, I had to save people, blah, blah, blah. And they were – this is back and forth on, like, they were trying to execute a plan to stop him from being Clayface again. Yeah. Like, be good. Um, he was under control by uh, um, the uh, victim syndicate. So he basically was, like, the most destructive there ever been he was like on a rampage and they had a plan in place to stop him and she didn't really let it play out mm. and so she took it just in her, yeah. her own hands um so yeah so there's like part of the group so um robin orphan spoiler batman are like what the fuck yeah and then There's actually um, Azrael and um, I can't remember his fucking name right now. Um, He's like he's another bat person. Not Nightwing. Red Robin? Not Red Robin. He's like a super techie, savvy guy too. Um, That guy. I don't
1: know who that is.
0: I can't remember what his name is. Lucas. Hmm. I don't remember. Astonishing X-Men. I'll give it a one and a half. I don't I I really don't. I'm not a fan of this new Professor X.
1: Phantom X? Yeah. Phantom Xavier.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. But everything else is pretty awesome about it. X-Men Gold. Uh I'm conflicted on this grade because mm. I really liked it but I like what they did I don't know if I'm that interested in the storyline mm-hmm. um Mesmero is involved again okay and very similar to what he's done the X-Men before but in this case he fucks with X-Men Gold mines and they like beat the shit out of like a bunch of cops and civilians Mm-hmm. Another arrested. Okay, so it's like, wow, that was really that was well done. The art's great. I like the story. It's pretty cool. Maybe it's because I'm reading. Maybe it's because I'm reading um, Green Arrow, and uh-huh. he's also like in some legal issues. I'm like, oh, I got two of these now. Uh-huh. Um, but it is setting up for pretty fucking monster. Pretty crazy monster coming to Earth to mm-hmm. hunt the X Men because they trapped him in the Negative Zone. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so we'll see. I hope they get through the legal issue quite quickly because I don't. I, I just want him to save the world. I don't really. I don't. I don't. I've seen enough of right. what's going on with their rights and right. shit. And there's also like a subplot. They have like, they're per, they have some um, like Alex Jones type woman who is just like right, right, a bigoted person and like. She, she actually paid Mesmero to do it. Okay. So like she, um, and it's funny. Like the reason why they got into the mess was because they saw that Mesmero was there, and as much as they hate her too, and they've had like they come to blows with her before, they went there to save her. Right. And then it turns out that it was all like that. <clears throat> Moon Knight one ninety two. Uh, I'm gonna give it a one and three quarters. Um, i i really like the i like the they finally we got some fighting in this with some no we've had fighting but like cool battle um they're we're developing his character um i thought they did a pretty cool thing where i think i mentioned last time that frenchie was a zombie mm-hmm. well it actually like it was the way it's set up is they were showing us what Mark Spector sees. Okay. So from the last run, mm-hmm. he saw him die. Right. But that was all like a fucking weird right, right. play on the different like reality and all this shit. So it's actually pretty cool. Like, the way they portray it is like a, a couple in Ben's second page. Frenchy like takes off his zombie face because mm-hmm. basically is like, oh, okay, now I, I I get you're real and you're yeah. alive. Yeah. I don't see you that way anymore. Okay. Um, the only the only qualm I have with this is Moon Knight is a little too jokey.
1: Mm.
0: Like it's well written and well done. I just don't think he would. So, and I, I, I've I read interviews with, um, I don't know if it's Bemis or Bemis, the, Max Bemis or Bemis, but, and he's mentioned about, like, trying to put a little more humor into it, make it a little lighter, because it's a serious topic with, like, mental, right, mental, um, health awareness, um, and I, I think it's well, I think it's done well, it's just that, like, that bratty fan, it's like, it's, right now when I win I mean, right to sound like, which right. I, like, make fun of all the time, but, um. He gets pretty violent, which is awesome. <laughs> he has a he has a cool, so he's fighting um, Bushman, his like nemesis, who in earlier issues he literally ripped like cut his face off. Right, right. So with one of his like crescent blades, he cuts two of his fingers off. Jeez, and. Moon Knight is a quote says, "I'm not one of those superheroes who won't straight up kill you, Bushman." <laughs> <laughs> so he is like I like that I like that. Um, so it's all this not is fucking around. Yeah, this is set up for him to battle Ra, and there's a cool, there's an interesting inner battle yeah. inside of. See, this is here's a, here's an example. Like, it's it's. I think it's funny. Like, so here's a quote between like dialogue between Mark Spector and the Sun God. Um, what they're, he's on this. He he's tricked, not tricked into going to this island where he, the the basically Ra is at. Ra is the sun god, um, or sun king, whatever the fuck he calls himself. But um, he's like, "Oh, we have to do some ritual tonight," which is basically there's a Ra and Kanchu standoff like inside of Mark's head. So they're standing around this fire, and Mark he's like, "Why do we have to do this half naked?" And then Ra says, "Shh, let your mind unravel, Spectre Spectre says, "I don't do well with psychedelics, Sun King, Sun King, there it is. Mm. It was only tea." Smelled like Woodstock. Well, it's like I, I don't. I just don't. like I think it's funny, and like yeah. I think it's cool. Like it's a like, nice. That's like well, really well written. <clears throat> but I feel like Mark Spector would just m- try to murder him. I right. don't think he would like play along and right. like, be like quippy. Yeah. Um, but I dig. I dig the. I, I'm diggering the coloring a lot of this. Of this um, series. Yeah. It's stuff that you don't think about when you're just like a casual comic book reader but like I've been reading we've been reading so much and so I've been reading so much more and more and like now I'm starting to like a, yeah appreciate Mark Lopes the colorist his job because this is like <laughs> such a really this is a, this is it makes the art is great but like the way it's colored really yeah makes this page stand out.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll see what we'll Uh, flash forty. I only wanted to talk about this. I know. Can it's... I turn the talk Okay, I know it's an older one, but um, I'll give it a two um, because so Grood is working with negative Flash and what is this? And I can't remember what this guy's name is this dude that has he's like a lightning wizard or something um, between those two they pull all of the speed force out of Barry Allen and put it in oh the grood. No. so now he has no superpowers <coughs> he's just a normal human um, so there is three there are three speedsters still though both wallies and what is this character's name what is her name Jesse? no um, I don't know if you remember um, when there was like everyone in the city had speed powers yeah yeah, I remember you mentioned that um whatever One one of the one of the other kids gets it gets powers I don't I don't think they call her Jessie like in the in the show Jessie Quick yeah I don't think it's Jessie Quick um but yeah so that's gonna be interesting so he's Got no powers, so. But there's three speedsters still around. Um. Ragman Five, I just wanted to bring light to it because I think it's been a fun mini series. I'd recommend reading it. I give this a one and three quarters.
1: Is it a six issue?
0: Yep. So. Um, I think six comes out soon. X-Men Blue, number twenty one, I'm gonna give this a two. I think uh, I really like this like crossover with Venom. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Yeah. It's cool. fun, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um I am I'm, I'm interested in it. This actually ends with the X Men getting symbiote, <laughs> symbiotes symbiots that's cool. Fucking attached to them. So that's gonna be interesting for the next issue. All right, so then I'll, I'll, we'll close with um, a number of Doctor Strange stuff. <laughs> Doctor Strange, I three eighty five. Uh, I'll give it two. This is the, the showdown between Loki and um, Doctor Strange, where, doc, where Doctor Strange kind of like tricks Loki to opening this one. Um, locked up room in his in in, in in the sanctum and it's the void, the void's in there and the void is tied to Sentry so in some capacity so they have to fight the void um, and then Sentry comes and saves the day um, but essentially Doctor Strange just keeps fucking up his personal relationship so he kind of lied to Sentry, and you now Sentry is like super, super, super pissed. Um, and he was using um, he Sentry was actually be, like his newest, um, the newest person who was paying off Doctor Strange's magic debts, right? because he's, like, immortal and, like, didn't didn't hurt him at all. So I'm guessing that's over now. Yeah. But this is really kind of a... Sh- it was kind of a showing of, like, the destruction of Doctor Strange. Like, people... Like, he was so obsessed with getting Social Supreme back um, and getting Zelma back. Um, and we... actually find out that... Strange was just tricked and he didn't lose <laughs> the Sorcerer Supreme title and he just handed it over. <laughs> um, and all the magic is brought back into the world. In oh. So like this kind of resets um, everything. There was a um there, there was some magic that Stephen um, that strange put inside it bound it to Zelma's soul mm-hmm. and so he <clears throat> he released released it from her okay and the idea was they thought that um, by by the, you by releasing that spell you get all the magic in the world mm-hmm and so he, Dr. Strange was kind of afraid that Loki was, that's why he was trying to do that, to try to be social streamers, to try to take it from him. Uh-huh. Um, and so he takes it out of they there like for a couple panels you think, like, oh, well, Loki, that's why Loki's won. He's betrayed everybody. But he uses that to put, like, he he finds all the magic back Mm -hmm. he punishes Doctor Strange and kind of puts the world back to where it was and um, so the world is back to normal, Strange is the source supreme um, but Zelma left too so now he's got no apprentice, he's got no sidekick he's got nothing besides uh, himself too bad Um, Doctor Strange Damnation 2 Super 2 so Strange brings the world uh, or rebuilds Las Vegas and makes it like whole again after what happened with Secret War Right, is that what it's called? Uh, Secret, no. um, Secret Empire.
1: Secret Empire,
0: yeah. Um, so he resurrected the whole city, but he also resurrected dead people. Which that was everyone was like happy. They were like, "Oh, loved ones." It wasn't right. like anything like no zombies or anything. But he also pulled Mephisto out. Mm. But Mephisto has like a, a casino. and he kind of explains like, "Yeah, we." He he. he ex- Mephisto kind of explains that hell was boring, and they found Vegas, but because of what he did, the magic he did, and like pulled resurrected all these dead people, like it allowed them to come into the world. Huh. Um, so with Mephisto on Earth, basically all these humans are. More, more likely to be commit sin. Yeah. And they're just letting all their ambitions go wild. <clears throat> and all like do whatever the fuck they want. And so he's slowly gathering souls. Mm. And they souls are trapped in these gold bars and money <laughs> that they get gambled on at the casino basically. Um so um they they make a bet. Um, he bets if he beats Mephisto, Mephisto leaves the earth and releases all these people, I don't know, something, releases all the souls he has that he. And then, but if Mephisto wins, Mephisto gets to own Doctor Strange's soul. Mm. And it looks like somehow. Uh, Captain Marvel, Falcon, Hawkeye, Black Panther, and Thor turn into these like ghost riders, hmm. um, because of Mephisto. Interesting. And <coughs> so, um, <laughs> the ghost of Doctor Strange's dog <laughs> goes to visit Wong and explains what's going on. So Wong is the one that calls for Blade, Moon Knight. I don't know who that is, actually. Um, Swamp Thing and Voodoo, Iron Fist, and Dark, or in Ghost Rider, to go save Vegas. And mm. that's how, that's where we leave off, and that's when we're gonna, they're all gonna converge. There's more, though, too. It's like, so Wong's gonna be there, and they didn't mention him, but, um, Scarlet Spider is a part of it, too, apparently. Mm. Um. I'm excited, obviously, for Moon Knight and Blade and Voodoo. That's who I'm in Swamp Thing. I'm most excited for those guys. Yeah. Uh, And then 386, I'll give two as well. So this ties into, like, what's going on in here. Yeah. Um, And I really just wanted to bring up for, like, the end. So they're playing Blackjack. And that's what they're betting on. And... Doctor Strange cheats at twenty one at, mm-hmm. g- at blackjack to win. Mm-hmm. It's some it's some other blackjack, some devil version of blackjack, whatever. Ever. And of course, the cards talk. <laughs> so the card tells Mephisto that magic happened. That's how <laughs> he got pulled. So, like any other, like any good casino, Strange gets kind of beat down and he's a little weak from resurrecting the whole city of vegas right so he's not as strong and the ending like the fucking the ending of this is crazy town so he's just like being tortured yeah he's getting the shit kicked out of him and he's just like whatever i can take it do whatever you want and he thinks that the other superheroes are going to be fine and, and and save the day well, Ghost Rider Thor comes in, and the last page is literally her swinging the hammer and, like, breaking his legs mm-hmm. with the hammer. Gnarly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's great. This – um, I, the, I, I really dig the art in this. Yeah. It looks really cool, and the paneling looks pretty sweet. Um, Mephisto looks – pretty badass um he's a scary boy yeah so i'm very interested i mean i have been writing this dr strange wave for a while yeah um but this is awesome cool so looking forward to this and damnation and apparently i have to find all the tie-ins <laughs> that's a bummer.
1: Well, I didn't read any comics this week, but I've been watching some stuff. So yeah. First up, I watched Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets last night, and boy, oh boy, is it a bad movie! Uh, it looks—it's very visually appealing. Like the the, there's some cool. They do some really like cool and interesting things, which are probably a credit to the comic book world that it comes from. Yeah. Um, it's just like. The acting is not good and especially like the lead actor who uh the guy who's playing Valerian is so bad. Like he's just like a douchey teenager pretty much. Like that's how he's acting the hunt. whole time. Yeah. He's <sighs> <laughs> And the like the romantic subplot between him and uh Lorelen is also just very like crammed in there
0: it's just uh yeah so I, can't they just be both can't can they just i mean i i know i've read the comics so i don't know but can't they just be fucking action like i don't need them to be like a sub romance
1: plot. yeah i don't know it's just it was bad it doesn't like they 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 went to what i texted you last night you know i said they they went too hard for the young adult thing and yeah. should have gone more towards like hard sci-fi like i think it would have been cool as a very just like just throw it all out there let's make a weird sci-fi movie that's what they should have done and they didn't um so it's a disappointment but whatever um So I watched that last night. Uh, Watched the new Netflix original anime B: The Beginning, which is it's difficult to describe without it. It's set in this like fictional European island nation. Um, there is this serial killer B, or yeah, they call it Killer B, is what they call him. Um, who has been killing people for a little while, uh, but he only—he's only killing like other criminals, basically. Mm-hmm. So, he's sort of like Dexter, but not as methodical. Just like, like he, most of the time, it's dirt. It's like they're in the middle of committing a murder, and he swoops in and kills the murderer. So, we we follow uh, this police investigator Keith who has been like working in the archives for eight years because something happened, you know, eight years ago that made him, like, I don't want to be a policeman anymore. Like, I want to just, like, go into the archives and, you know, like, so, some tragedy happened, mm-hmm. which we find out about later. Um, so he, like, comes out of retirement, sort of, and then he's partnered, he's kind of partnered with this young female detective, and so they're trying to solve, figure out, who Killer Bee is but also there's this like weird supernatural god element to it as well there's these like people with powers and this is like black angel essentially uh that are also in play um it's very hard to explain what any of that is about without giving away the larger plot like the, you'll watch the, you have to go I i hate it when people say this but like you know you gotta just go to like episode seven and it's good so this show the first three episodes are not going to make like any kind of sense like you'll be like what is any of this what is the meaning of any of this basically they just set up all these seemingly unrelated things that are happening at the same time and then after the third episode they start to reveal the backstory and then it all makes sense like oh Okay, that is connected to this in this way, and this is connected to that, and these two people are that, and blah blah blah. So, I highly recommend it. Like, it's they're like twenty five minute episodes, so you know, get to the first three, just be super confused, and then it'll all start making a lot of sense. Um, it's only 20, 12 episodes, so definitely worth a watch if you. No, that's,
0: not, that's not bad at all.
1: Yeah, and I was, <clears throat> I was saying it's similar to, um like in that way to Altered Carbon where like you have this sort of murder mystery set within this other weird larger thing uh, and then like it's seemingly there's all this unrelated stuff and then the character backstory starts to get revealed and then it all connects and kind of makes sense so um, definitely check it out if you like anime Uh, it's good um, it's not as like gratuitous and over the top as um, uh, Devil 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 Man Crybaby, which is that has the most insane ending. I mean, that that is the one of the most insane things I've ever watched. But it has the most insane ending of anything I've ever seen. More, I would say, more insane than the Cloverfield Paradox. Um, <laughs> this one is this one has like some really cool action, some really cool fight scenes um, because of the like the god superpower people like can move super fast and have like like one of them can, you know, his arm turns into a sword and stuff. So like there's some cool stuff going on there. Um but yeah, check that out. And then uh what else did I watch? We talked about Annihilation. Just saw that. Um There was something else I feel like I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember what it is. So That'll be all for me. Uh, You got anything else? I
0: don't think so. Um, No? don't. Cool,
1: cool, cool. Well, you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash beet, On the Twitter at the underscore sugar underscore beat. Email us at sugarbeatnews at gmail.com. Make sure to download our podcast from iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher us a go ahead and subscribe there hit that five star review button share yeah. it with your friends tell everyone you know read more comics
0: yeah read more comics yeah if you oh oh god that scared me incredibly an incredible about the doorbell rang I didn't. This wasn't. Um. This isn't anything related. I wanted to just tell you. I saw this. A nightclub in Miami closed down after a woman rode a horse into it. What? Yeah. So some woman. I don't. I don't. I don't know the whole thing, but she was riding a horse inside of a nightclub, and a horse, uh, not used to clubbing. Of course, freaked the fuck out, like and like threw her off of its back, Jesus. and like was like apparently notably like scared and like confused. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the horse got out, and I don't know what's going on there, but the out like out of it is like the city is like furious with this club. Oh sure. And the club like, got shut down, and that's insane. Like. I was, you know, you're always worried that like oh someone's going to be like try to put the horse down for like whatever, but they're like no, this is like fucking endangering an animal and like what are you what are you guys doing? Probably a lot of club drugs, probably, but well, if you
1: learned anything from this episode, don't ride your horse into a club. And with that, we're going to end it. Bye.